Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of January 6, 2020. I'm oh my god. god. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me as always, Filter Cord. I'm actually uh, still following the original calendar, so I've been in 2020 for like six years. Can't you actually, I think 92 matches up with... Yeah, I believe it's 92. There's been a lot of really good shit of people posting like their like <laughs> poster from 19. They're like uh, they're calendar. like calendars from 1992 with like I don't. I mean, I'm trying to come up with something funny, but I just can't think. I was gonna say like Christian Bale is like a young teenager or something. Well, Christian. It's Bale, a lot of heartthrob shit. So would, would that be like in sync yet? They were a little later. 92. The Christian Bale of 92 would be Michael Keaton. <laughs> he would be like 20 also. <laughs> Michael Keaton's just out here. He's like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> um, all right. So let's go, let's go ahead and just... <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's we're just setting the tone for the show. We're here, in folks. the future, and we're still idiots, so it's fine. Yeah, that uh, transcends... Uh, you know how in um, Interstellar, like, love is able to transcend time and space? Well, so is idiocy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and move into it. Uh, you have only been playing one thing. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a little bit of stuff on the side. Like, I'm yet again, I'm in another uh, big playthrough of um, Total War Three Kingdoms, so nothing yeah. unusual there. Um, but uh, mainly, I've been diving deeper into Death Stranding, of course. All right, all right. So, um, you know, trying to keep it, you know, a little bit lighter for us. Uh, of course, we don't like the bust out heavy ass spoilers or anything but where Correct. are you at yeah so i'm uh i'm in episode five uh of which we were kind of discussing this ahead of the show like um it's sort of tough to follow because there's a lot going on but um how is that possible basically there's 14 man? there's 14 episodes mm-hmm. and that seems like a lot when you're in the middle of episode three like i was I'm right. like, okay, how long actually is this game? Because it's starting to drag a little bit. Yeah. And then I went and looked online. I'm like, fucking 14 episodes? I'm not even close. But uh, apparently they go a lot faster the further. Um, like, as you kind of move deeper into the main game, I guess, um, the... It, I don't know. It just... It, the, the pace speeds up a lot. And, like... That's good. I, I played, like, episode five, for example, is, like, literally one scene in one location. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the game really like gets a lot faster the further you go into it. Um, the end of the game is basically just cutscenes. So the like the final episode or two basically all happen in cutscenes. So um, they kind of tried to clean it up a little bit, I guess, toward the end, you could say. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's still definitely a really long game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. It's interesting that there's this much going on. It does make me want to go back and play it, and I've been wanting to go back and play it. It's yeah. the game looks so good. It looks so good. It really and, is like it, it continues to raise the questions I think that we had in the beginning, which was uh-huh. kind of like, um, like how are they able to get so much done so quickly? Yeah, like it seems like I they had like three months to ship this whole game out, and they, somehow they did it. You know what I mean? I think a lot of it came down to getting that fully flushed in, um, getting that fully flushed engine, yeah, and creating tools for the engine before they got the engine. Right, yeah, doing a bunch of <laughs> like 
pre-prep work, basically. Yeah, yeah. This is all stuff they would have done after, or they would have built their engine from the ground up, which is what they're doing with their next whatever Hideo Kojima is doing next. Right, because they they wanted the uh, they wanted the Decima engine so that they had a good strong foundation to start on, right. and then they from there kind of went and did. They're they're now going to go and do their own thing. Yes, yes. And again, again, this game is very, very weird. Um, mm-hmm. It one of the so, weirder games. <laughs> you're you're in episode five. I'm. Yeah. I think at the beginning of episode three. Yeah, episode um, three is really long. It's one yeah. of the longest ones in the game. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's. I think I stopped at a bad point. Yeah. Because it's making like it. me want to like. It's not making me want to go back and play it because mm-hmm. I'm like shit I have so much to do yeah that's definitely <clears throat> um, it, it is like I've also heard that this, the part I'm in now like so I'm sort of again without spoiling I'm going into like what they call like the mountain level so I'm basically hitting like Denver or whatever yeah so um, so I mean if you don't know how this is working you're actually mm-hmm. working from the east coast to I believe the west coast Definitely. Yeah, but, like, the, the maps really don't line up or anything. Like, it's not no. meant to be, like, realistic. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's, like, theoretical, you know? Yeah. Like, I um, think I bounced from the East Coast, like, mm-hmm. on the water to, like, past Ohio, Illinois, and, like, 10 feet. It was, like, mm-hmm. really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, like, it just shoots you across this map. And it's, yeah. like, it's not... I mean, even the distance between cities doesn't make sense, like... Obviously, in real life, if I was going to walk between, you know, the town that I'm in and even, like, the very next town over, it would be, like, a 45-minute walk. Yeah. Like, from downtown to downtown would maybe be 50 or 60 minutes. And I'm, like, in the sub... Like, it's not like I'm in, like, the heart of Cleveland and it takes forever to get anywhere. Like, I'm in the suburbs, you know what I mean? And, so, and he's got those big-ass ostrich I got, legs. I mean, yeah, I take, like, five-foot steps. <laughs> Yeah, they he has he has the stride, <laughs> he has the look, and when he V's that leg out and he uh-huh. kicks that shoulder back, yep. it's threatening. I'll tell you that much. It I mean like you wouldn't want to see me at the end of an alleyway walking between two towns carrying seventy seven pounds of luggage on my back. I wanna say it's like peacocking, but it's not quite that elegant. It's more like poop- much it's, more it's, threatening, it's, yeah. It's poop cocking. Right. That's pretty funny. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, like, um, you know, I, I've heard the mountain section is slow just because it takes so long for your character to move through it. But it's a lot faster paced than, like, uh, episode three was. And okay. each episode is sort of focusing on individual characters, um, which is really interesting. I got, like, a great look at, again, without spoiling anything, Maz Mikkelsen. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's some stuff where, like, it's kind of strange that your character is such a complete, like, dickhead idiot. <laughs> yeah. We're like, I mean, like, things will happen where, like, um, I, like this is, I don't know if I want to say it, this is sort of a meme where you get something that is labeled as what it is, but your character acts like they don't know what it is. But there's a fucking label on it that's, like, when you look at it in your cargo screen, you can clearly see what it is. Mm. And your character's like, oh, I wonder what this is. It's like, why have that disconnect? Why not just say unknown package or something instead of listing what it is? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's some weird stuff like that. But, I mean, again, this is one of those things where, like, if you're a Kojima fan to any level, like, this is me coming in from I do not like the Metal Gear Solid games. Mm-hmm. I, I Like, to me, they're essentially unplayable, right? 
Um, I, I just never figured out how to use the controls. It feels like shit. I don't like the story's completely uh, lost. At the, this point. the story is completely <laughs> insane. Like, yeah. Um, so for me, like going to something like this, like I, I've been sort of a fan of Kojima, just of some of his personal ideas and things that he's interested in doing, I think are really interesting, mm. but the execution has been really lacking for me. So, like, if you're even a fan of his, even remotely, this is something that you should probably check out. But be fully prepared to drop it. Because, like... This, it's weird. I mean, it's it's a it, tough one. Yeah. yeah. It, it seems like it has its lulls. It, it, if you leave, it's hard to, you know... Come, it's not something... For me, it's not something that I can put down and pick back up easily. Right. Yeah, as, if, once it gets off your mind, you're probably done with it. And it's not like, even something, like, that I'm forgetting... You know, I'm not afraid that I'm not going to remember what's going on. It's mm-hmm. pretty easy for me to remember exactly what I was doing, exactly where I'm at. Yeah. I think one of the problems with it is I kind of don't like the main character. Yeah, he's definitely like a blank slatey type. Like, he doesn't really interact. I mean, again, something in the very beginning of the game, this is not a spoiler. Um, somebody says to him, like, hey, you need to go see the president. And he's like, there's a president? And they're like, yeah, it's your mom. Yeah. How do you? And it's not like, know how that? would you not know that? Like, not only, it, like, it's your fucking mom, but then also just going the further level of like, like, you don't even know that there's any president whatsoever. Yeah. Like, yeah. how can you In be so world. disconnected from the world, from the earth? Like, not to say that this is the president of one explicit like territory or whatever. Like, this is the president of the United States. <laughs> I think for me as well, a lot of it comes down to like that product placement. Like, just yeah, the product placement is really cringy. (laughs) In my head, I just see him sitting on that fucking bed in that little like room. Yeah, that that whole section is really bad. It's really terrible. Like, even interacting with it is um, really rough. That's very uncharacteristic of like a Kojima anything. That's probably the first section that they had made, and they were like, "No, this is fine. Just leave it." Yeah, like even when your character, what he goes and takes a shit. And it's like, Hell watch, yeah. watch ride with, with the AMC Norman, uh, Norman Reedus. I like to uh, ride my uh, motorcycle real fast. And the thing that pisses me off is I actually like that show. It's <laughs> a good show. Yeah, yeah. They had Dave Chappelle on it. Damn. Phenomenal. He's Fucking big as fuck. Phenomenal. He yeah. got big. Like, like him and like Dave and Norman rode um, Your mom. from got one him. town. Hey, um, from one town. <laughs> To a, a town that Dave was doing a stand-up show in. That's pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. He rode, he went, hmm. um, on the show went from, I don't know, a few places in Europe. They ended up, like, in, um, I don't know if it was, like, Italy or wherever, but... Damn. You know, someplace over there with, um, fucking Negan. What's his name? Uh, uh Jeffrey D. Jeffrey Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan, yeah. <clears throat> that was a really good one. He's, he he had some really good shows. It's definitely worth a watch. I know it sounds gimmicky and, like, dumb. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's basically, like, it's a more interesting um, coffee and cars with comedians or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not as funny, but Norman not really meant to isn't... He's not as... Um, he's not, like, his character from The Walking Dead. He's not like any of his characters. He's a oh. lot more, like, lively. That's something that's really weird, too, because, again, this game... So this is a game where you play Norman Reedus, like, and he's bad. Like, 
why would you allow yourself to be put in this role? <laughs> this role is very, very <laughs> weird for him. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, I just don't, like, what is it that drew you to, like, I want to play a dumb character? I'm so disconnected yeah. from that character. And, like, I, and I know I'm not supposed to be, like, put yourself in the shoes of the character. Mm. I know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm so disconnected from him. Like, I don't even like watching him from a distance. Like, yeah. all the way down to the name, it just is fucking cringy and bad. It's super cringy. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I was describing this to one of my coworkers, and I was mm-hmm. like, he's like, so why would I play this? This seems like a walking sim, but worse. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I was talking with him, I'm like, okay, so what did you like, you know, Gone Home? Yes. Okay, do you like, you know, games where you have to do some, like, infrastructure upgrades? And he's like, kind of. And I'm like, okay, do you like... And you have to kind of go down the list and be like, you know, if you like all of these things... This game might hit for you. Maybe. Might. Yeah. If it doesn't, then abandon it. Like, feel free to just drop it. Right, right. And, yeah, it's... And it's not, like, me saying that is not me going, I don't like this game. I actually really like what's happening with the game. I like... It's just, it's really tough, like... Build. I like I like a lot of the side characters that they're mm-hmm. showing. They're really cool. The world is uh, it, it feels full and it has stuff to do in it. Yeah, the um, connectedness is really cool because like I I hit um, the stage of the game basically where in episode three you can start really making sort of a name for yourself, I guess, online because okay. like you're in the first like large area that has a lot of other players kind of stuck in the same area just because it's such a big section of the game, I guess. Right, right. And, um, <laughs> like, I went from... So when you get rated, you get rated on a, like, kind of like a spider chart scale yeah. of, like, um, one to... I, I don't know how high it goes, but uh, my, like, connection rating or whatever they call it, I, I went from a zero to... Uh, literally, I went to from zero to 30 in, like, one move. And like, yeah. I mean, it was I. I didn't know the numbers went that high at first. You did know what you, I mean? Did you do anything? Specific? I helped to build like a strip of road. That was it. That was it. Bitch. And it was like huge. I was area. getting like I was getting like tens of thousands of likes like per hour. That's insane. Like I like in the first area, I built an entire bridge going from that way station across yeah. that to that peninsula, and it was massive, mm-hmm. and it cut down on time like. And I, yeah, I, don't I mean, think I um, anybody. There's a lot. Like, once you get to the third chapter, you can actually just build whole sections of road that just completely bypass, like, raider territory and shit like that. That's like, um, and, and those are, like, super useful. Like, we have in my, whatever server I'm on, we have the road that goes almost to the bottom of the map. Like, it almost covers this whole main section of the map because so many people are focused on working on it. And each person that contributes any material counts as one of the builders. So that's. The most important part is that I didn't even set down construction for this road. Somebody else had done all the work. All I did was add this one, the easiest to gather material that you don't even have to carry on your back. Like, it just goes into your pocket. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm getting, I, like I said, I'm getting, like, 10,000 likes per hour. That's like, when I logged in after after going off overnight having finished it, when I logged back in, I mean, I literally, like, I got, like, 10, 20 points in that part of the spider graph. So, like, wow. and my, like, porter level is, like, approaching 200 already. Shit. And, I, and I've only been playing the game for, like, 10 hours. So, it's, like, 
it's really interesting um kind of how they do this stuff i wish there was a little bit less i wish the servers were a little bit smaller i wish there were slightly fewer people because there's like in certain places there's like 15 million signs yes and like people are like baby laugh boost keep going you're doing great watch out spider monster like just like hundreds of these signs in a row and then um, monster yeah really and it's like okay this could be cut down but then at the same time when somebody built a bridge somewhere i'm like why the fuck is this bridge there and then i eventually get this one quest that needs me to go over there and i'm like oh fuck this bridge is super useful yeah and i spam them with like fifth like 100 to 150 likes or whatever whatever i can get in their little time slot window but it's like it's really interesting i know i can like sense in my bones that there's gonna be a point in this game where i just drop off i don't think i'm ever gonna beat it mm. just because of the way it is and the way think- i am I think for me, I, I need other people playing it. Like, I should be probably trying to play it right now so we can talk about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think I think that's my thing. Like, as I know I'm just going to sit here and play it by myself, and then I'm not going to really chat with anyone about it. Mm-hmm. To be like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, what was your area like or whatever? You know, what, right. how was your server laid out? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's... Um, it is. It is a cool. It is a pretty cool game. They're doing some interesting stuff, and I hope they're using. Yeah. It feels like a lot of things kind of not mashed together because it is well crafted, but it right. does feel like things that were kind of mashed together. You yeah, know, that's like, yeah, that's definitely it. true. And then it also gives me the vibe of like this is a game that's going to inspire certain mechanics in other games. Yes, and so I feel like, like people take them over yeah. to other games for sure. Oh, they, yeah, on their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, I think we're going to see more, like... They've done a good job of just making the main gameplay loop fun. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, that inherently... Like, that by itself is already difficult. Mm-hmm. And they've they've done a really good job of that. Like, I really like delivering the packages. I, I wish the fucking time would speed up so I didn't have to, like, stand around for 15 minutes every time I handed them in. So i just, like, skip a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, overall, the main point of the game like traversal and carrying shit is like really fun super it's like, spot on too yeah and they nailed it yeah yeah so like again we i think we talked about this last week but it's like i've never thought about balancing yeah like you have like weight and momentum and shit so it's like they did a great job of that so i can definitely see that being carried on and like as always this kind of leads me to see like my perfect game because they do a really good job with weather and like when it gets wet, like, when you're in the rain, not only does the rain have, like, this in-game, like, you know, magical effect or whatever, but, like, it makes the ground slick. And, like, it'll make you trip easier. And it makes you dirty. And, like, you have to go take a bath or you'll get too dirty. And then, like, all of this stuff all added together, like, I want to see the effects of this game taken out and put into a sci-fi game or a, you know, fantasy role-playing game. Like, I want to see Geralt in this fight and he like slips down the mountain because it's rainy you know what i mean and i want to see where i have to like balance you know let's say mass effect i want to see commander shepherd getting just naturally grimy and like I, dragon age did a good job of this where you get like blood spatter and then yeah, it goes yeah. away when you go back to camp that might like have been i love that times. kind of stuff that might have been one of the first times i, I saw something like that, that was yeah and like really a really popular game yeah. yeah and you could like turn it on or off i guess if you were like five years old and your mom bought you dragon age origins but like uh that happened to me yeah (laughs) so like you know it's that type of thing that's like uh i I can see some of this stuff coming across really cool and again in a fantasy game so this is something that we really don't see a lot imagine if you just go like hardcore like dungeons and dragons rules right where you have to carry all your shit 
and it's not just in some screen where it's like, oh, I'm carrying uh, 200 pounds, but I can, I'm only allowed to carry 190 pounds. Like, it's literally on your person. Like in uh, Lord of the Rings. They had to carry all their fucking shit. They had, like, a donkey that followed them around. I believe it was Bill the Pony, right? It was, that like, a member right. of the fucking party that they were, like, it had a bunch of, like, shit on it. It had, like, tarps and, like, tents and, like, bedrolls and shit on the donkey because they were, like, you know, I have fucking shit to do. <laughs> like, it was so cool. And I can see that being implemented in, you know, I think it would be a really natural fit to do, like, a fantasy game. And have where you have to manage your fucking shit that you own on your person, kind of combining the normal capacity, like inventory capacity, with, um, you know, having to carry your bedroll and your fucking extra arrows and shit. So, I, I really want to see stuff from this game move on. But again, I like I'm really curious to see what Kojima does next. I hope he doesn't do like the spiritual successor of Metal Gear Solid because I'm just not into that. Mm-hmm. Um. I would like to see something cool and unique again. But, I mean, ultimately, I just want to, this game to in, kind of influence other games and pass on its DNA to get some really cool shit like that in other games, you know? Yeah. It's a, like, as much as some games that come out are just sort of tech demos, this gives me that vibe, but it it's really so much does. bigger than it seems. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely doing some other stuff. So, yeah, like... Uh, you can really feel it's like maybe they had some of these ideas or things that maybe they wanted to do in past projects. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're like looking purely to the future like, hey, this will be really cool for this game, so let's just kind of like try it out here. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, either way, I think this... Supporting this game is going to lead to you getting better games in the future right exactly. and if we're getting better games than this that's going to be really cool that's exciting this is right. really good it just it, it has things that i personally don't like in it yeah that's definitely that's true me. all right uh anything else to share about that one that's the main thing that's going on i i'm uh, definitely getting ready for that uh that total war dlc uh, what does that come out the 17th next friday um, i think so yeah right so um, not this coming Friday, but the one after that. So maybe next week I might talk about that a little bit. I don't know. Okay. It, it might take me a couple weeks. All right, cool. Um, for me, I really focused uh, this past week on playing two things. I all, I, I picked up... Uh, someone meant to get an Amazon gift card for me for Christmas. Uh-huh. But instead they bought you a chunk of the Amazon rainforest? Yes. That no. all the time. They got an Apple App Store gift card. Uh-huh. So, I just have this gift card, and I'm like, well, I'm going to buy a fucking $2 game. I never buy anything on the App Store. Right. So, Apple Arcade it was. Sure. Um, so, I went to Apple Arcade. I, I, I've only really... I've only really grabbed one thing. Um, it, it's called Skate City, and it's mm. um, it's pretty well done. It's a low-quality... Um, you know, it's not like an open world. It's not 3D. It's very 2D, um, where you kind of cycle the level like you skate all the way through it and then it starts you over again and you just keep skating through you can do like endless you can do challenges um there's a lot to it it's pretty it's pretty well done um but aside from that i'm also playing um or i also finished star wars jedi Mm. in order nice um the ending's great the ending was was fun i really i really like the tie-up like 
it, it ends really quickly. Yeah. But it I really like the uh, kind of conceit, I guess. I, I enjoyed a few parts of this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... I really enjoyed, of course, BD1. Right, BD1. Yep, BD1. BD1 is... It, it really gives you that feeling of... Um, it really gives you that feeling of, like, R2. With, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much anybody. He, R2 was... He was all over the place. He was, like, really... Uh, um, of course, really tied to uh, Anakin. He was really tied to... Mm-hmm. Um, Kind you know, of just the Skywalker lines, the Skywalker. I guess. Yeah, in yeah. general. Um, I like, uh, yeah, like BD1's like super useful. You use him like pretty consistently. Like you use him really frequently. Yes. And then also he has a large variety of uses. So like it all combines to be like he's just dope as fuck, basically. Yeah. Um, as well, that I mean, there's, uh, you know, a, a decent amount of like side characters that I just found like interesting. Mm. Um,. One of them that I found, you know, rather interesting was, um, was his name Taron Malicus, I think was his name. Uh, yeah, Taron, Taron Malgus, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, just, you know, without spoilers, he's just a, you know, I guess a Jedi. He's just um, a bro-ass dude. And I, I liked his, I liked his look. I liked, you know, his, the way that his, you know, kind of like the way that he went and i also like that night sister as well a lot uh uh-huh. yeah night sister marin is like marin. there's a lot of um she might have been my favorite person yeah she's amazing she's especially so like so fucking cool uh there's a lot of like uh well i'm not gonna spoil anything yet i'll give it a little while longer but there's a lot of enemies to lovers stuff going on right now <laughs> for known reasons yes uh, well yeah. and she she it's it's refreshing because yeah, we're very cool. used to um is the force magic uh you mm-hmm. know is are, are jedis like sorcerers or are they you know how how does that work what if they focused more on their uh like force skills rather than their um like yeah what if it was like hey i'm not going to be like a warrior monk I'm gonna be like an ancient wizard, <laughs> and she really, she really brings that out because she's yeah. not, you know, she's definitely not a Jedi, but mm-hmm. it's like a magic in the Star Wars universe, and it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so I really liked her. I really liked Grease. Yeah, Grease is cool. I, uh, some people thought he was annoying or whatever, and it's like, okay, you're right, but like that, that's funny. <laughs> that's like the whole point. Yeah. You know, I um, like him being annoying. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but ultimately, like, me playing through this whole game, mm. I wasn't a big fan. Um, yeah. I, I liked this. I, I enjoyed the story that it told, and it felt like it... Like, I didn't feel like there was, like, a huge hiccup or anything. I was like, this fits in. I mean, this yeah, is, I mean, it's, and, it's, yeah. and it's canonical, right? It is canonical. So, yeah. uh, there's, there's also a um, Fallen Order... Uh, there's like a comic series that talks about uh, Sarah, which is like your um, kind of sort of like sort of like a mentor, but um, she's been through the same kind of fucked up shit that you have, and it yeah. makes it so that um, she's kind of like an untrustworthy narrator in a way, and like um, she's 
had some strange experiences in the past, so it makes her kind of hard to trust. Yeah. Which is, I think, really cool and something that's kind of unique. So um, the comic goes over her and her master, who you also kind of talk about in this game, um, some of their background and, like, some adventures they've been on. Um, yeah. That, that does some cool setup. And it's like, I'm just so excited for what comes next with this. Me too. Like, it's the type of thing that it's fine, but what's really going to be cool is when you see Jedi Fallen Order 2, or whatever they call it, Jedi Rising Order. Yeah, or wherever uh, they decide to move with... Right, because the, the ending, it just sets up... It kind of does some... I know some people have complained that it sort of tosses something out that you wouldn't expect, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then it also just is like... It, it has so much like promise and potential of a future that... I, like I was just super into it. I'm, I'm super excited for. I would be happy with another comic. I really want to see, um, you know, a, a sequel to the game. I want to see other stuff expand on it. I want to see a movie with these guys because they that's it's definitely doable. doable. Really, really. Um, doable. Everybody. I mean, all the actors look like the character they play. Yeah, it would be really cool to see it like start off with like, like Forrest Whitaker on like Kashyyyk or something. You Dude, know? I would love to see more of the stuff. I guess he was in Rebels, right? The uh, yeah mini TV show or whatever. Yeah, what was but, the thing um, Saw? Yeah, Saw Gerrera. Yep. Um, obviously referencing like that he's a gorilla. So like gorilla, gorilla, gorilla soldier, Gerrera. Yeah. I don't know. Um, George Lucas is not smart, folks. <laughs> Turns but, out, like at the end of the day, I really, really disliked the combat of this game. I don't know mm-hmm. why. It, I think a lot of it had to do with maybe what I talked about before of like the way that your character doesn't there doesn't feel like there's any like I don't feel like a Jedi playing this character. And that yeah. might be intentional. Um, it is. But also <laughs> But also he's a fucking Jedi. Right. You know? So that there's there's that. Um the, the way that, you know, you're... I don't feel like I'm making connections when I'm attacking or anything like that. It just... I, I feel... I feel weak. And I mm-hmm. feel like I'm not doing what the character should be able to do. Right. And it's... And, and sure, it's probably just a gameplay thing where they're like, Oh, you know, we didn't want him to feel too powerful. Didn't want him to be able to, like, take out mm-hmm. these giant spiders in, like, one hit. But it's, yeah, like, it's the at kind the end of... of the day, you have to find a way around that. It's your yeah. job to find a way around that. Not my job to suffer through fighting a spider who's annoying. Right. And it is really like something that I think a lot of Star Wars games still have yet to reckon with is that like you can't really have a like button masher game where your character has a lightsaber. Because like the whole concept of a lightsaber is that it slices things. Yeah. Like if you it's not like a it. sword. <laughs> like you know, two people can knock swords together and that's interesting or whatever. And, like, you know, obviously, sometimes one of the swords goes through the other one, like peanut butter. And, you know, different things can happen there, here and there. But um, it really comes down to, like, uh, like a, a slug cannot survive three lightsaber hits to the face just because it's level 20. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. And a spider That's completely ridiculous. that has these fucking ridiculous Spindly legs. Spindly little legs. You can't chop them down. They beat the shit out of you, slow you down, yeah, and then they let like anything else that's around you just fuck you up. Like, do yeah, I mean, there's you. there's a lot of things that's like it, it seems like, and that's their maybe job. they should have come up with like maybe you should have had a 
training saber. Because that's something that a lot of Star Wars games do. They're like, okay, here's a training saber. It, like, it, it has a weighted haft, but it does like a little stun baton type thing. And that's something that other characters will like use against you in the game. That So you can fight like non-Jedi enemies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's totally cool. It works in the logic, right? It's It doesn't seem forced. But then at the same time, I have to hit somebody six times for them to die. And it's not just like, yeah. a fucking Qui-Gon Jinn cuts through like nine blast doors. I've seen it. You know what I mean? I've seen it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't understand why, um, I don't know, they just don't do a great job of, of some of that. Like, and just make more enemies. It, it's harder if you make more and then still let them die with like one hit. Yeah. So just make six enemies and have me have to hit them what, one what, time each. That's the same as one enemy with six hits, right? Yeah. One of the enemies that I thought that was really well, that was pretty well done. Um, mm. Were the little spiders, the ones that like shoot the acid or whatever? Yeah, you because the, they were the main. One, yeah, they were yeah. one hit kills. They, you know, if, if with a lightsaber you're gonna chop through them. There right. may be two hit kills if you kind of fuck up, um, but they evade. And yeah. like that's what a spider would do. It would run away. It would dodge. It would come back. You know. Um, I mean, we see that, that in real sense. life when they're in our bathroom, right? Right. Well, <laughs> like, that's me dodging naked. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, shit! God damn it. And it's, uh... Yeah, they did good on some of the... Like, okay, so when you're fighting, like, uh... uh, I guess this is a spoiler for a game that came out in November. Um, When you're fighting, like, the ATST, it totally makes sense. That, you know, it would take several hits to kill... This is something that's designed to, like, deflect laser fire, right? Mm -hmm. It has shields to some level. It's made out of, like, hardened blast steel and shit. Like... It makes sense that it would, you know, take some effort to kill one, even with a lightsaber, because you don't have time to just stand still and, like, hold your lightsaber up against his leg and, like, weld through it, right? Yeah, and, and again, that one... that was, was trying pretty, to step on your ass. That was pretty well done as well, because right. all you have to really do is get under it, and then it drops bombs, you back off, the bombs blow up, and then you get back to trying to chop its legs off. Exactly. Which it is worked 100%... Makes sense. Right? Yeah, it can't turn its head down far enough to blast you or anything like that. Right. Um, so there were certain enemies they did a good job on. There was many that they did a bad job on. And it's just that kind of thing that's like, okay, you know, they did what they could here, I guess. I did like the traversal. I really liked um, when you went to Elam. That was cool. Elam. Yeah, the that's the, like, war-torn. Oh, no, Elam's, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Like ultimately, I, I I liked more about this game than I disliked, but the things that I right. disliked were pretty huge for me. Right. Yeah. That's that's so, kind of the definitive factor on this game is that it's like, can you put up with the bad stuff enough, or does it just not bother you enough to make it okay? Right. So I mean, ultimately, I, I think I ended up, you know, rounding this thing at like for me, it landed on like a seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a bad game it wasn't um a good game it's you know above average um yeah or what it is i re- the characters really really did it seeing the actual actors and actresses right yeah that's, something that's that puts um, it over the top yeah for me as somebody that puts more um i put more weight on story based stuff than anything yeah. else for me i'm like yep this did it nailed it got it okay let's move on like i can put up with pretty bad gameplay yeah, I, I can usually to a point, but mm-hmm. it just the it, there was just a lot that 
bothered me. So, but it's it's yeah. it's fine. It's done now. I ended up getting that platinum on really nice. like dumb things. Like there were two trophies yeah. that I had left. Um, it was uh, it was parry and then kill slowed enemies. And I was like, oh, bitch, yeah, yeah. I've been doing that the whole game. The whole game, I've been parrying people. It does, like, a little finishing move when you do it. It, like, slides you over their back and then, like, chops up and cuts them in half. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been doing that this whole game. And it's saying I didn't do that enough. As well, it's telling me I didn't, like, do the whole four stop where I stop everyone around me. I'm like, I've mm-hmm. been doing that and then throwing my saber around me with that uh, triangle. It's like a triangle attack. Where yeah, you like, you like and then when it's the double blade around him. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I've been doing that the whole game as well. And right, yeah, it it's like it treated me like I had to go and do that, like all over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep. that's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. You know, it, that, it definitely is one of those games that like I like it a lot, but I could sit here and talk about negatives for like forty five minutes. <laughs> you know, we've done that in the past too. Right, right. Where it's and like um, I usually like to find the things the that I like about it. Yeah, yep. that's what I like. Yep. So, um, and and again, the the positive things about this game that are super characters. Positive. Yeah, the act, the actors, and the characters. Um, mm-hmm. The, you know, like it, a lot of it has to do with like the narrative, the like where you're. Um, like how some of the characters interact, mm-hmm. and it's 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 nice to see um, to see that, and it, of course it has like a big, um, you know, something really big closer to the end, and it like needed that because yeah. you know you don't want to be like it's cool and fine to have these characters that we don't know, um, right? Introducing a whole new cast, literally, yeah, and, um, all new. And then, you know, like, okay, here's the thing that's tying it to what we already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. But um, aside from that, after I finished that up, I wanted to go back to Death Stranding, but I started playing Borderlands again. That's um, not a bad idea. So, uh, playing Moe's, um, I'm pretty far through with her. Um, I'm probably, I probably have about maybe another quarter of the game to go, honestly. Um, mm. but it's all like I'm not going and doing everything. Like I'm doing some of the side missions as I go. I'm not collecting everything like I did with my first character. I'm just kind of running through. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably go back and do um, the side stuff kind of closer to the end, just so I can knock it out. Um, but I really want to get through this so I can have um, an in-game experience and playing that first character. Uh, kind of loaded me down with some decent weapons uh, mm-hmm. that I like shelved uh, in the like storage or whatever, and um, right, you know that's that's really helped out because I've got to go back and use some of those weapons that I might have got a little bit later that I didn't really get a chance to like play with or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it gives them a bit of a you know time to shine. Like, hey, I got this gun at uh, I was like thirty two or something. And I got it, and it's a level 25 gun. So there, there was really no point in me, like, messing with that gun when my first yeah. character. But my second character, of course. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend this. this. This game is up there. I think definitely up there for me. I know I mentioned it in one of my favorite games of this last year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, 
it's fun. You don't have to pay attention if you don't want to. If you want right. to, I mean, it has a, you know, a bit of a story. You know, has its um, funny moments. Has its you know bummer moments. Uh, right. It, it's it's um, it's all good, and I do like uh, Moe's. I like the mech. I would like to play this with um, a few other people, uh, mm. but I think a lot of those people have kind of like moved on at this point. Which is yeah, it seems like the. Uh the lifespan was really short of which this is one. insane it has um it has big it has a lot of in-game stuff yeah yeah i don't um, know i wonder what it is i mean like it, it they, it's not like they've added a whole bunch of additional endgame stuff like it came out with a lot of stuff ready to roll i mean they, and they did add some in-game stuff they, they've added well. some more too yeah so yeah. it's kind of it's kind of strange i mean it's not like a uh like anthem situation right where there is no endgame <laughs> yeah where there's nothing it had already um, a lot built yeah. in it you know yeah it's so. kind of strange that it seems to be having that kind of user retention issue, I guess. Yeah, it, and um, it, it's weird because the game is, you know, flushed out really well. It's, I mean, it's yeah. all, it's all done, it's all done well. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It. Uh. But yeah, it, the like some of the, um, you know, some of the guns are fun. I know. I'm, like I'm basically just trying to get to the DLC stuff they did, um, like a Moxie's heist of Jack's, like something. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it too much. I saw a flyer and I like clicked on it uh, in unlike the um, sanctuary, which is the okay like ship that you're on, and um, they, it wouldn't let me do anything with it, which is fine. Hmm. Uh, okay. but. You know, waiting for end game, um, yeah. but yeah, maybe I'll have a little bit more to talk about with this uh, after I get to end game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, seeing some of that new stuff, I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, but before that, uh, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games and check all the top news and video game stuff. Um, you can uh, actually watch uh, this podcast is always live. We're live right now, recording oh, it yeah. live. Um, you can come over to Facebook, join us usually on Sundays, um, starting you know between eleven and twelve um, Eastern Standard Time, um, and uh, hang out and chat, talk with us. Like uh, Filtercord right now is chatting with some of the people in our chat. Yeah. Um, so uh, likes, comments, and shares are appreciated over there as well. Follow us on Twitter, uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, you know, giving you reminders of things that are, you know, upcoming and, uh, you know, kind of the same deal as Facebook, just done a little bit different. Um, so with that, we did talk about some of the stuff that we had, uh, you know, some of the monthlies we ended up talking about. I think Games with Gold. I think was the only yeah, one. That we yeah, yeah. So Microsoft, went. Microsoft did announce um, their games with gold. So we will reiterate that. But first, we're gonna hit the PlayStation Plus stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I don't know how I feel about this month. Um, it, it's, this is a building month, right? Yeah. It, it seems very very interesting that these are the games that they're giving us. Um, so uh, the January uh, PlayStation Plus free games. Our first um, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection. Um, it includes the single-player campaigns only for uh, Uncharted 
uh, Drake's Fortune, Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, and Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. Does not come with, um, of course, uh, Uncharted 4. And it is story only, no um, online, which is fine. Um, and the other game that you uh, can get a hold of is uh, Goat Simulator. Um, I've heard some pretty interesting things about Goat Simulator. Like, it's yeah. fun for a while. Um, it's not something that you'll play, like, for a long time. But it is apparently funny to jump on in and, you know, get some, you know, get some laughs with, you know, just playing a goat and headbutt and shit. It's basically the goose game, uh, but with a goat. Um, and Correct. No yeah. real a, a little less uh, structured, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, Uncharted, um, the Nathan Drake Collection, Goat Simulator, they'll be available from January 7th till February 3rd. Um, so up until January 7th, you can actually go pick up Titanfall 2 and Monster Energy Supercross, the official game that we had talked about last month. Um, so if you haven't picked up at least Titanfall 2, I would recommend that um, as well. Um, you know, just get ready for these two. Even if you don't play them, fill out that library. And if you do get Uncharted 4 and you're like, man, I really want to go play. Um, you know, I want to go play Uncharted 4, but I haven't really played an Uncharted for a while. You can actually just pop this in. And you can go back and play through all of them. Um, yeah. Making it pretty, pretty easy. Um, but uh, why don't we go back and recap uh, the um, Games with Gold for January as well. For sure. So, um, the I, I mean, ultimately with both, pretty disappointing month. Um, yeah. So for the full full month, you know, uh, uh, Microsoft likes to do like, there's one that's available for the full month and then there's one that's available for like 15 days at either the beginning or end of the month. So in January, we're looking at uh, Styx. Was it Shadow of Darkness? Uh you're playing like a shards of darkness sorry you're playing like a uh, goblin it's like a goblin thief basically yeah um then uh from halfway through the month until uh halfway into february uh the batman telltale series um also looking at tekken 5 for the first half of the month and then lego star wars 2 the original trilogy uh in the back half of the month and those are both 360 games that are obviously backwards compatible yep so, so I, I, I don't know what the highlight of this month is with Games with Gold. Maybe Batman? Uh, probably the Telltale Batman, yeah. Yeah. Um, which which I, had a slew yeah. of issues when it came out. Like, no right. faces on characters and shit. Damn, we're going to talk about that later. Yes, <laughs> we will. Um, but, uh, you know, before we get into the news as well, we're in that lull. Um, January 6th to the 12th, there's no real uh, notable, notable games coming yeah. out. Um if there is something we missed, you know, just let us know over on uh, Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Or better yet, over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, mm -hmm. That is uh, probably the better place to go about it. Um, sure. But there are some cool freebies and stuff like that um, that you can get. Uh, Twitch Prime is doing something uh, kind of like Epic did with the game mm -hmm. store. Um, but right Just now, dump a bunch of shit. Yeah, here's ten free games that you can get this month. Um, I don't believe they're connected to anything specific. Um, mm -hmm. I think you have to actually. I think you have to download the Amazon, um, the Amazon launcher, uh, which is a deal breaker for some people probably, because yeah. you know there's four thousand launchers these days. Right. Um, 
but you can get some good stuff if you are interested in that. Um, some Devolver Digital stuff like Enter the Gungeon and Ape Out. Mm-hmm. Um, those are probably the two big ones, especially Ape Out. Um, that one looked really, really cool. Yeah, um, I got Ape Out on the Switch. I can definitely say it's it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, you know, aside from that, um, you can get uh, a, uh, what's that game? A normal Lost Phone Splasher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Witch Eye, um, Gato Roboto, and Heave Ho. Um, Ton of stuff. It looks like all that stuff is going to be uh, free until early February. Um, And yeah, that's kind of their holiday gift to uh, their Twitch Prime subscribers. Good stuff. Definitely. And then... uh... Yeah, also looking at the uh, yet another launcher, the Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. Which, um, this is one that I'm saying, like, you guys should probably have. Um, oh, at yeah, At this yeah, point, yeah. just because it's, they're so, they give out stuff so frequently. Like, mm-hmm. my catalog is kind of booming right now. Like, I have a lot of right. games over there now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're giving out, uh, I mean, they did, like, a whole Christmas thing that we talked about, where they were doing, like, a new game for... Every, like, 15 days, they had a new game up that was free, or multiple games. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just pushed a bunch of content there. And then they immediately rolled into now uh, through January 9th. So definitely jump on it. Um, Darksiders and Darksiders 2, both of the, like, you know, complete content bundles of those. So Darksiders 1 War Mastered Edition and Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition. God, I hated that so much. Get it? <laughs> Definitive. Uh, um, and then, of course, you can also get uh, Ubisoft snowboarding game Steep. That's, not, that's kind of like bad. a weird, cool gotcha. And then after uh, January 9th until January 16th, you can also pick up For the King, which is a cool little uh, sort of action-adventure RPG-ish. Uh, yeah, it's uh, cubic, it, like polygonal art based game it, it's it's labeled as a challenge blend of strategy and turn-based combat as well yeah. with some roguelike elements so pretty much every type of game genre in there yeah they give you all of it <laughs> whatever you so, like yeah um yeah they're like enjoy or don't what whatever it's not a big deal that's fine this. yeah thanks see ya dickhead <laughs> it's funny <laughs> yeah um so uh, some good, you know, some good freebies there. Some good stuff if you guys are subscribing to um, Twitch or you have Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you can have Twitch Prime for free. All you have to do is right. do your Twitch account, link, link them on yep. up. You also get five dollars to share with someone on Twitch. Um, you know, go ahead and share that with a good content creator you like over there for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the news. It is a very light week. Um, yes. So We're really digging into the trenches for this one. Yeah, we, we really had to get in there, uh, get our hands dirty to find some of the shit. Yeah. Um, so uh, we will start off hot and spicy with Skyrim's granny. Uh, the gaming grandma is... Uh, modders are bringing God, Skyrim's beloved gaming grandma to the game this month. Um, what's her name? Shirley Cur- Curry? Shirley Cur I wish it was Shirley Curley. Curley. That would have that would make me shit my fucking underwear. Yeah. Um she's uh apparently Oh, she's still around. Um 
Oh, wow. Uh, so just digging into some of the stuff that they're, you know, kind of like talking about here. Um, they, uh, you know, for, for one, they, uh, the, one of the first things that they mention is uh, when Elder Scrolls Six launches, she'll be roughly 88. Damn. God damn. That's a that's she's a very a, uh, moderate guess. I would say about 112. 80, yeah, she's 83 right now. Jesus, <laughs> what a legend. Um, Unkillable. But yeah, she recorded... Uh, the, she's an NPC follower for Skyrim. Uh, she recorded her own lines for the game, which is really cool. It's not just someone like doing... Uh, you know, doing a thing or whatever. Right. Um, and... Yeah, she's uh, what? What did you what did you say she was? She's a axe wielder, like a, mm. a like a barbarian axe wielder. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, she's been playing Skyrim forever, and just like all, everyone has. Mm. Um, well, she got an early build, so she started in 1981. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. She was a crisp young 64. Uh, yeah, she was only 64 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yeah, they, they did this whole teaser trailer where it's like you've been following her for four years as she's played into Skyrim. Now she follows you, literally as a follower in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, First, I follow her on YouTube, then she follows me in game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you know, she's just out there uh, as a replacement for what was her name, Lydia? Uh, yeah. Yeah, with uh, this mod supposed to be coming. Um, Pretty soon. It says early 2020. Um, I imagine it's not too, um, you know, violently difficult mm. to, you know, kind of like duplicate a follower and then kind of change up some of its personality. So, um, pretty cool though. Uh, you know, just for someone who really, really likes the game, um, it's cool for, you know, some other community people to mod that in and. You know, kind of push yeah. that. You know, push that. You know, push something out um, because you know it's she's, pretty notable. I wonder if she'll be playing with the mod on. Would that be weird? Yeah, that's interesting. Playing as with her own follower. Yeah, that looks like her character. She's <laughs> like, weird. it's two of me. We're gonna scissor. Yeah. Well, maybe they should just take the the, the face option and put it in the game as well. Hmm. Yeah, that's the yeah. real way to go. And then she can take on another follower. Yeah. And and she could just have her face on the character. Um, that's but that that's also really good. Cause that, her to uh, start the game over. Um. So also the uh, in, in real life she has where she like reads the stories of the in-game books mm-hmm. on her YouTube channel. Just absolute legend all around. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I I always liked doing that. A lot of people what kind a God. Of always like hated it. Like yeah. they always hated like they're like oh, I don't have time to read these books. Like I would kind oh, of oh yeah I like, sat around and read them collect them and read them and there's a lot they actually have a deal right now i'm not sure where you can buy that um, oh the digital version of all the books no they have a, a three-parter uh, of the of the books i was looking at it earlier let me see if i can find it um, yeah but yeah it, it was just um it, it was like a, a really cool like three-parter uh of like just I don't know if it's three... I don't think it's three different stories. Yeah, let me see. I have it right here. Um, it is... Uh, the History, Man, Mare, and Beast, and The Ar- uh, the Arcane. Um, it's a three-piece like book set. 
coming mm. it comes in this really cool wrap that looks like um like a dragonborn uh you know like the dragonborn mural uh, mm. on the outside um and it looks like they're saying right now it's this box set is 43 percent off mm. um i don't know let's see where this link takes us uh of course on amazon um so right now it's listed for uh 59.99 Mm-hmm. So that seems like it's like full price. Oh no, the listing price is a hundred and five. Oh yeah, it's super expensive originally. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I might be buying this right now. Hold on. Yeah, th- th- this is pretty cool. I really, really, really enjoyed um, the coffee table book that came with the collector's edition. So if this is mm. anywhere on that level, this is kind of a must-have for the you know art book and lore lover of. Um, of Elder Scrolls. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, getting back on topic. Uh, no. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> not a lot. Let's, let's stay off topic. You're right, you're right. Uh, and let's move on to the next story. Okay, this is going to have, we're going to have plenty of to spin off on this one. Oh, Christ. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, scheduling problems, heavy fucking air quotes on that one, uh, takes Travis Knight from helming Sony's Uncharted with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg staying on board. Uh, so the I'm, I'm not sure if our math is 100% correct on this but I believe this is the fourth director to leave the Uncharted movie project uh, yep that sounds about right to me yep. uh, so we're going on to our fifth I believe is what it is and I still want to say uh, Mark Wahlberg Another is one. weird for Sully uh, I, they're going a lot younger I guess that's fine because so Tom weird. Holland is really weird for uh, Drake he's 46 right now isn't he Tom Holland yeah that would fucking send me for a loop. He's like that kid from uh, <laughs> what was that show? His name was Brick. I don't remember the name of that sitcom. He's like Gary Coleman. Yeah. He looks like he's 12, but he's fucking 42. Um, His son looks like 10 years older than him. I'm looking into it. I'm looking up that name of that fucking show. The Middle. It's the youngest son from The Middle. Oh, yeah. That kid's like 97 years old. That's funny. That, let's get yeah, a picture so, of him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sony is still intending to move forward with the film with a new director and a new release date. Uh, it's based on the games, obviously. The current draft of the screenplay was written by Rafe Judkins, and the Iron Man team... Uh, yep, that's him, officer. Oh boy. Atticus Schaefer. He was actually the original Roman uh, Emperor Atticus. A uh, little known fact. He's yeah. unkillable. Um... So yeah, they're continuing to kind of try to figure out how they're going to do this. Uh, they still have the same executive producers, the same Sony leadership, and everything. It's just so they strange can't that like get someone. On I mean, board. typically, you know, somebody's like, "Hey, I want to make a video game show," and Yui Ball's like, "Yeah, I'm available." <laughs> right, right. Uh, so it's so weird that they can't get the shit rolling. Maybe this could be his moment to like come back and shine. Maybe this could be his redemption arc. This is yeah, this is him coming back. Like I don't know, there was uh, like. Maybe they maybe this is an ode like, hey, they're going the wrong direction with this. Well, there's a reason that this is cursed, right? I don't. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I'm interested. What? what? I mean, it has to be like there has to be something wrong with it because. Well, we we had, this does not typically happen. We had the perfect Nathan Drake. <laughs> it was right there. No one North even did. Um, uh, no, Nolan, Nolan North. That's who did the voice. I mean, uh, well, uh, yeah, he kind of looks like he, he a, looks like an old Drake. Well, they they did a um, uh, like there was a fan video. I can't even call it. Oh it's yeah, technically yeah, yeah. a fan video. 
um, yeah. with um, I know what you're talking about. Nathan Fillion, and yeah, and Nathan it Fillion was could do it. So good, yeah. Um, and they, yeah, they skipped it. And then they're like, you know what? Let's get the Transformer guys on this. Well, you see that? that yeah, sense. that's a problem. Yeah. They went with like young, like. I would have done the opposite. I would have went with old. And, like, this is Nathan coming out of retirement for one last job. Because then when it's not quite as cool as the games, it's because he's an old man. Right? Yeah. Like, I think that would have been a lot easier. And then you could go do prequels later. So is this going to be more so about Sully? Yeah, probably. That's weird. I mean, that's kind of what uh, Uncharted 4 and Uncharted 3 did that a little bit. So, kind of going into the past. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, this it's highly cursed. Uh, it's again another one of those things where like, I thought the new Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find that Raider movie. Anything like literally anything with Nick Frost in it, I'm like I'm down. Even if he's uncredited. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, yeah, I mean it made its fucking money. Its budget was about 106 million. It made 275. Hell yeah! I thought it was great. It was directed. Uh, well yeah, done. it was directed by Roar Uthag. Get him on board. Sure. And also, great name. <laughs> he did uh, the 2012 Escape. I've heard of this one. Hmm. Oh nope, that's a Norwegian film. I'm thinking of something else. Oh, he really did not have a big background. I'm kind of. So they just kind of plucked that him? He was able to... Yeah, they were like, this guy seems talented, and they just kind of grabbed him out of nowhere, it seems like. Um, but yeah, I mean, give him... Like, it, it does lead me to wonder, like, is it just like... Is it... Are you just going to ruin your life by trying to make a video game movie? Like, is it possible? Because, like, it seems like this shit just never works. Um, I don't know, it's... Yeah, he yeah he did. He kind of came out of nowhere. Like he didn't have any big things. Like he apparently worked on Cold Prey and Cold Prey Two. Well, those are Norwegian films, and right, like, right, in Norwegian language and everything. So like, I don't think most of his stuff looks like it didn't really come out in the U.S. Yeah, maybe the most recent one that he did called The Wave. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting though to see that like them to go, oh damn, like okay, so let's go ahead uh, here we and go. Bring him on for Tomb Raider. It's like are video game movies that. You know, like not 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 discrediting him at all, but is that like are they that low on the totem pole? They'll just get any old dickhead like come in and exactly. I mean, that's that was the key of you evolve, right? Right. Well, he's any old dickhead. He was he's gonna come kick my ass. He was willing to do it, and he was like excited about it. So they were like, sure. And then it came out pretty fucking rough, I would say. Um, But yeah, so. uh, prior to the release of the first film, Alicia Vikander expressed interest in returning for a second film that, quote, if there's an audience out there for it, I would love to. In April 2019, somebody was hired to write a script for a sequel with Alicia Vikander still attached. In September 2019, uh, Ben Wheatley, which is the writer's husband, signed on to direct the sequel with a planned March 19th, 2021 release. Warner Brothers dropped out of the project. Ooh. That same month, it was confirmed that the longtime cinematographer would also work on the film. It was announced that filming will start early 2020 in England. So we should be hearing about this soon. Is actually. Daniel Wu still attached? Uh, whomst? Uh, the kind of like main. Oh, Daniel Wu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the main guy. He's from like. Um, I don't know. I really like. He him. might. He's he might be busy with something because it took so long for them to get rolling. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, I, he was like th- there was a lot of good like the pieces worked 
together. Yeah. That's what was good about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was very particular to the, like, Asian setting. So I think they're probably going to try to follow the games. <clears throat> so the next one would be a Russian setting. Weird. So I don't know if he would be pulled along. The guy that... Didn't somebody play the, uh, like, Samoan friend or whatever? Not Welcome sure. to the Tomb Raider podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the... Yeah. <laughs> what was his... I, I forget his name, which is brutal, because I just played the third of these games and he's like a major character in it but uh yeah yeah i think it was cool i like i i don't see how an uncharted movie wouldn't work in a world that no longer has the only other thing in that category which is um you know indiana jones right so it's like i, I just don't get how this kind of stuff doesn't work and it's like obviously it does i mean tomb raider doubled its money right but right right just making your budget back and then making your budget again is not really seen as a big victory in Hollywood. Um, so I, I can see why it was kind of dubious, I guess. Yeah. But it's better like, than losing money. Like so, video games. Yeah. My my money. thing is like, so it, I wish that companies would be more okay with doing something creatively a little risky and then just making their money back and being like, okay, well, we didn't lose any money. That was a win. Let's move on. Right. Because everybody's just so obsessed with getting the next huge hit that, like, we see, like, um, is it Warner Brothers that does the DC movies? That, like, they just completely fucking poison the well. And then they're like, oh, well, if we can't make uh, 76 movies that each make a billion dollars, we're not going to do anything. Yeah. And, like, you know, Disney makes a couple Star Wars movies in a row that kind of don't really hit, especially Solo. And they're like, oh, we're canceling every other movie that's in development. And it's like, you can just make something that's okay and put it out. Like, yeah, it's that's fine. fine. Yeah, it's not it, like not everything has to make you know two billion dollars. I do think that they were like overly soured on the two thousand one Tomb Raider. I mean, it well, did, yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe I mean, it did. Work. I mean, that's a completely different story. Completely different. It's it's like, um, but it's rock. It, like its its scores are. In the, like, pure shit, yeah, yeah, it like it did well, shockingly low. 94, uh, 94 million was the budget, and its box mm. office was two hundred and seventy four point seven million. That's not bad, but its Rotten Tomato score is fucking twenty percent because it's a shit yeah. movie, right? And it, it's like some stuff's just good like that. Like yeah. it's fine. Um, even stuff I don't like that I wish it was better. I'm like, okay, th we'll try on the next one. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's just, I don't know. It's really weird. All right. So let's pull this back to... Uh, no. <laughs> pull this back to fucking uh, Uncharted. Um, I, I don't, I don't I, see I, how I, it could fail. I, I don't understand what the, what the debate at the fucking studio is. Like, just shit it out and see if people like it. If they do, make another one. If they don't, don't. Yeah. The, sto the story is already there. They just have to find someone who's compliant. Basically, that'll do exactly what I, know, this the, seems... the studio wants. Yeah, this this kind of feels so. When you do this kind of thing in pre-production, uh, that carries over into the movie. Yes. Like if a, if a movie doesn't get rolling relatively smoothly, you're fucked. Like well, the mean, actors aren't going to like who they're working with. The contracts yeah. are all going to be shitty. Like this is this is things that we see <laughs> when like when you change directors five times, your movie's going to be shit. Well, what you have to do is you have to move fast enough so people don't know. Uh, who you really are because they're well they don't know that it's falling so, apart yet <laughs> yeah so when you get young actors like uh tom holland uh attached to something do you want to get the ball rolling and the movie wrapped up with shooting before 
he realizes that your company's shit. <laughs> right. Because that, if like, you Sony like, is like, 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 especially people like, um, like Will Smith, he won't work mm-hmm. with certain companies or people. He just, right. he won't do it. He'll like, he's like, I can, I know I can make a lot of money and it'd be really easy, but he just won't do it just because he's yeah. worked with them in the past. And I mean, that's uh, like uh, another good example. That's Robert Downey Jr. He's like, I really don't want to work with Disney in the future on anything. Yeah. Because I did fucking 76 movies for them in a row and I hated it. And like, I, you know, he, we were we were hearing stories like ever since like Iron Man 3 where it was like, this is the last time Robert Downey Jr. will appear as Iron Man. And like, they just kept pulling his ass back. Well, they kept offering him money. He didn't have to come back. Well, I believe that some of these guys, actually, the first movie was like really early after he got out of like severe drug addiction, yeah, and uh, like alcoholism and stuff. So I think that like Disney does try to get actors to sign these unlimited contracts. That's like, you know, if we ever want you back for a movie, you sort of have to come back. Like, yeah, because we hear about like again, like uh, 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 Chris Evans really wanted to get out of Captain America. And it, it, there is, too, but something to say of just, like, the deal, like, the money is so good you can't say no. Yeah. But that sort of meets the same criteria, like... But it's you part know, of if, the entertainment package as well, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, like the thing that is bad for the film and the movie, and mm. well, the film and the, like, press for the film, is when you go, okay, so Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to do it anymore, so we're going to have to pull on uh, fucking Billy Crystal. Jesus. Yeah, like, uh, Iron Man rolls up and he's like... see what I did? I can't believe I was in the movie! Like, yeah, it's like, it would completely tank their plans if... Yeah, let's say if, like, in Star Wars, uh, Daisy Ridley was like, you know what, I really like doing Orient Express. Um, I'm actually just gonna go work with uh, Universal, or whoever the fuck that was, on the next one. And, um... You know, I'm, I'm not going to do episode nine, and it's like, oh, okay, we're fucked. Yeah, it's like I mean, the reason Colin Trevorrow quit episode nine because Carrie Fisher died. You know what I mean? Fair. Like, that's not even controllable. Yeah, but <laughs> he was like, well, no like, ideas here. The reason for me, I don't know. I I like these movies that have dedication, and it's a reason I mm-hmm. like the Marvel movies is because they're dedicated. We have, I know that Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man. I know that, you know, Chris Evans is Captain America. I know all these characters. But then you look over at the flip side and you look at DC where they tried to do the same thing and it failed. Mm. But if you go the other way, you know, back to what we were kind of talking about of like swapping people out, just swapping out yeah. heroes, like look at the like X-Men universe. Dog shit. They yeah. didn't even swap out people. I mean, they kind of did. They're like, oh, well, I mean, I, I don't imagine that. Sir Ian McKellen wants to be fucking Magneto for the hundredth time on a flop movie. Yeah, my dude can like barely stand up. <laughs> so they got someone else to do it. You yeah. know, same with it's, Xavier. It's interesting because like, and also those movies have continued to like kind of a similar trajectory of just like, you know, there's people give a lot of hope to the first reboot and then the, they're like, Ugh. And yeah, then, like, it's bad. Half of those people see the second one and they're like, Ugh. and then like half of those people see the third one. At that point, you can't make money in your movie anymore. Yeah, it's just right? the it's and just like the Dark core, Phoenix like kills your franchise. It's just the core fans that are like just right. hoping that. So there is definitely something good. to be said for like the comfort food of like, okay, if you see Thor, Iron Man one, uh, you know Thor one, Iron Man one, Captain America one, and the original Avengers, 
mm-hmm. you basically are good. Like you've been introduced to every character. You know what everybody's motivations are. And then you can see whichever ones you're interested in up through the rest of the series. And you can watch all of them and you'll you'll be good. Like right. you know what's going on, you know who's coming, you I, know who's leaving, usually. I, I think a really good example of this is like um Harry Potter. Could you imagine in like just the fifth movie if fucking Daniel oh, yeah. Radcliffe bounced? Yeah, they all had to sign, like, a, I guess in this case, an eight-picture deal. It was probably originally seven, and then they were like, this last one's technically seven twice. Yeah. So, yeah. sorry, you have to do it. But, like, yeah, imagine, yeah, Rupert Grint is like, uh, I'm going to do, like, a weird, like, semi-pornographic career on the side. Apparently, I just recently Whoa, heard this. Whoa, hold uh, on, hold on. Ap- That's not Rupert real, Grint, right? No. Uh, Rupert Grint is apparently, like, a really good kisser. So, like, <laughs> in movies where he has, like, kissing <laughs> scenes, people will, like... The actress will, like, continue to try to make out with him for a while. Like, when the scene's done. Apparently, he's just, like, an amazing... Like, that's not something I even <laughs> consider. If I was, like, dating and I met a girl who was, like, a really good kisser, I wouldn't even notice. Like, this is such a weird, like... Rupert Grint, who, by the way, due to his ginger skin tone, I can't even tell when his lips stop and his face starts. <laughs> Maybe that's the secret. Maybe he unfolds, like, a fucking, like, alien. It flips just, inside like, out. They just keep going, like... Horrifying. He sucks your whole head in and, like, drains all your melatonin out of your skin, and that's how he gets more freckles. This week on but the Mammoth Apparently, Games he's cast. an amazing kisser. Isn't that weird? Is I want to get Rupert Grint on the show, and I'm going to make out with him. Is Rupert Grint an alien? I want to... I need to see what it means that Sunday somebody's a good kisser, because I just can't even consider it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would never notice that about someone. Alright, cool. Okay, I want those well, lips on me. We're going to go ahead and uh, try to get a hold of uh, Rupert, Rupert Grant. we will see what's <laughs> up. But uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and laugh at WWE 2K20. So speaking of your failure. fucking lip skin peeling off your face. I, just strangely. the first shot. Just the first shot Amazing. of Becky Lynch with no fucking face skin. What the fuck is behind her? I think that's Dr. Satan. I don't Why? know. Why? I don't what know. Is it? What is it? So... Basically, what's happening is... What a shit show. Right out of the gate, people plug in, start playing 2K20, and they notice some weird stuff. Like the ref skeetering around the ring, halfway cut through it, just spinning in circles. Or the character getting into like a uh, submission maneuver, and they just start flopping like a dead fish out of water because it's so hyper-realistic. Well, the, you know, peeling of the face skin, the floppy characters, and... Yeah. You know, the things that kind of made it comical. Like, why the fuck is the character doing that? Still playable right. at this point, by the way. I mean, to, to some to some extent. You can... you People can play this... I mean, I don't feel like people play this seriously. They play it to get a laugh. Right. I, I, and I, I don't... I don't know. So, that would make me laugh a lot. Um, well, as soon as we hit the new year, people... We're like, okay, it's 2020, time to play 2020. Right. Uh, so Just got it for Christmas out of the bargain bin. Yep, they load it on up, <laughs> and they get to the main menu. Main menu, of course, shows like play, 2K Central, Original, My Universe, Online, Creation, and more. And it shows it has like a, a showcase kind of on the right side of wrestlers doing moves. Well, yeah. when you go in and you go to click on, you know, one of your modes, I guess... Uh, what ends up happening is it connects to a network. Mm. Well, it tries to. It tries to. <laughs> so whoever set up this network 
put basically a time limit on the network saying, okay, cool, it's only good for 2019. As soon as we hit 2020, good game. It crashes the PS4, um, which is the video that we're watching right now, of, uh, you know, like clicking on online, clicking on, uh, you know, match tur- or like tournaments. Um, and as soon as it goes out loading and it's supposed to connect to the network, it blue screens the PlayStation. And you have to reboot it and try something else. Um, is there any word on if this is fixed? I haven't so heard anything. So apparently, let me find the update. Um, 2.50 p.m. on the day of the news story. Uh, they have fixed the crashing bug players were facing this morning since the new year started. However, some players are still reporting other issues and additional crashes. There is a workaround where you go set your time back. And it's like... yeah. Dude, this game has 2020 in the title, and on 2020 it experienced a Y2K bug and was not playable. Like, so, are you fucking shitting me? More so, people paid $60 for this game. Oh, they, I fucking pray they didn't. Full price for this game. They pre-ordered it so they could get... And, and, and it's what you're looking at here at the top. This top piece is a pre-order bonus. It's like yeah. a... Uh, because it came out around Halloween, they had this like Halloween spooky... Uh, pack where you could get like one of the wrestlers looks like Frankenstein, one looks like, and it was <laughs> it's really cheesy. Um, and they have some cheesy arenas, like one of them's like hell. And yeah, uh, so you know, it worked air quotes, it worked from yeah. then until literally 11 59, the last waking minute of 2019 as soon as it hit that new year this this is what you got um so it's good that they fixed it but wwe Uh, should not work with them yeah the fact that this error happened at all at all and not only this error but many errors like Like, the first thing is the game just not working properly it it, it, correct you know that should be them going, okay, maybe we should go another direction. And I realize contracts and stuff like that, but this has to be some sort of breach contract. Yeah. Like, the game does not work proper, so... That's I mean, 100%, that. like, it just, it, it doesn't... I mean, not only that, but there's the fact that, like, people have side-by-signs of uh, 2K19 and 2K20, where, again, 2K20 is basically unplayable i mean it's it it, not only does it have these issues where so this this reminds me of like the assassin's creed unity problem so like assassin's creed unity as a game once it was fully patched everything was cool it was like you know set in this somewhat somewhat realistic you know pretty close to real life paris you could climb in the notre dame before the roof burned down big r.i.p to that one yep you know all this shit like that and then it's like from there they like the game itself was fine it had bugs that made it unplayable, yeah. right? It was deleting saves. It was dropping you off the planet. Like, it could not be played properly, right? Like, right. there's a big difference between, uh, you know, Skyrim's kind of buggy and experience crashes every once in a while. Um, you know, my, my, my character fell down and died and something weird happened. There's a big difference between that and I can't get the game to load. Right? Right. Um, and this this video that we're watching right now is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it's it, like the game has no idea where like levels are. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing that this is even... Like, I even understand possible. how these glitches... I understand how these glitches are happening. Mm. 
But with a little bit of testing, this would have been fixed. Right. It's just, it's insane. Um, so, I, I don't know. I... It's, it's, it, this is, it, it's, it's something it's acceptable. that, just play Fire Pro Wrestling. Like, you got him. just play Fire Pro Wrestling, please. Um, but, I mean, the thing that I keep coming back to is people paid full price for this. And I haven't yeah. heard anything about issuing refunds or anything like that. Theoretically, this is a class action lawsuit. Normal release game. I mean, I would be going straight to a class action. Yeah, honestly, they need to be like held accountable for unacceptable this. Yeah, fully unacceptable for a sixty dollars game. Um, like hold yourself to a higher standard, even if you think it's funny. Which, uh, you know, I think it's funny. It is funny. Yeah, sure. Um, but not in a good way. <laughs> I mean. It's kind of funny in a good way, like, seeing the character. Like, if that would have happened to me at all, just seeing, like, the skin ripped off the character's <laughs> face, that I, w- I would laugh at that. that that's funny. That was um, funny in Assassin's Creed Unity where the, like, facial flesh went away and you could just see the eyeballs and teeth. Just nightmarish. Right, but it still it shouldn't be a continuing thing. Yeah. It should be something that, like, in Borderlands, I had a bug the other day. I had a bug where I... Finished. I started. I, I swapped uh, missions, and the mission was in a different zone that I was currently in. So mm. I had to fast travel back. And as soon as I fast traveled back, a character, uh, you know, a, a kind of main character. It was she's kind of the quest giver, I guess. She's the person mm. you would turn the quest into, Ellie. She um, she goes try turning the power back on, and I was like. Okay, I just got here. It's a little early for that, but that's fine. Um, so I uh, continued on, and it was about every two minutes she would go, try turning the power back on. <laughs> try turning the power back on. And I'm like, Damn, okay, idea. what the hell is happening? So I, uh, you know, I, I end up going back to her, and it won't let me turn the quest in. That character is, like, lagging really weird. Um... And or the char- yeah, the character's like it's like she's trying to do something, but she like just keeps like failing to do whatever she's doing. Mm. So I reset the game and it fixed it immediately. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yeah. But this stuff is not happening that way. <laughs> Obviously. It's it's it, it is It's harming full, and fouling. <laughs> it is a full mess. Everything about this match that we're watching is a full and total mess. Like yep. items are like shifting around and shaking. People are jumping off the top rope and being hit and falling back on the top rope. Yep. Like, and they're just up there hurt now. It's like, it's fucking weird. I mean, it just simply does not work properly the way it was intended to work. And like whatsoever. Yeah. So it, it, in my opinion, it's, it needs to go. It has to get out of here. Um, so, uh, you know, we have to have some sort of standards for, uh, you know, for the games that, like, even if you're not into it and this doesn't bother you and this isn't something for you, just in general for the people who did buy it, you know, mm-hmm. that it needs to be, you know, you we need, to, need have to have something, something about this, yeah, right. And I hope I hope that there's some sort of like WWE pulls their like rights or whatever, and this gets picked up by someone else because it needs to happen and it's needed to happen for a long time. 
All right, so let's get on to something a little more fun. Uh, Animal Crossing had a new trailer. Hell yeah. It's it's in typical Nintendo fashion. It's like a 30-second little oopsie-doopsie, like, ooh-ooh, I dropped the trailer. Yeah. But uh, it's got some cool stuff. So it opens up. Um, it's Tom Nook and his sons giving a little demonstration at Nook, Inc. Uh, the investors are looking very excited. Fucking shit. They introduced the... A uh, deserted island getaway package, uh-huh. where it's basically—I mean—it's helping to set up more of the game. We already knew a lot of this, but they're showing some of the more discrete mechanics, I guess. Um, so you get basically put on this deserted island. You kind of set up your little zone, and then other creatures will kind of move there to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really smart. It's—it's it's doing the, I guess, sort of what you'd expect from like New Leaf. Like you are in charge of the island. Like you can help set up how things work. And then the main thing they're showing off is the way that they've changed the whole, like, crafting system. Yeah. So, you know, as you're chopping down trees, you can get, uh, you know, it looks like uh, like light wood and dark wood. So, like, they will be different when you use them, I, you know, theoretically. If I'm making a park bench, or let's say, like, I'm making, like, a picnic bench with, uh, you know, in-game uh, stuff, like, there's, if I use light wood, like beech wood or whatever, then it'll be... You know, um, you know, it'll be white or like lighter colored. If it's if I use a darker wood, it'll be darker colored, and like I'm super into that. Yeah, yeah, and it, again, you know, just doing you know those detail things, the things that right. <clears throat> you know that the people who are really into Animal Crossing they're gonna enjoy. It's gonna right. it's it's really gonna add some life to the game, like. Hey, not yeah, all the I, I not, mean, not all the the things that you're building all look the same. It's not right. And there's some variations. you know coming from that uh, same spot. Like I really didn't like Pocket Camp. And I know a lot of people didn't. The uh, that's the mobile phone version, basically. It was, okay. it was just so like begging for money at all times. Uh, yeah. Apparently, it's gotten worse over time. Eesh. Where it's like more and more like you have to give money to get anything to happen. Wow. So um, that's definitely a problem. But uh, you know, it seems like they've taken the the only interesting stuff that they were pretty much doing there, and are moving it into this game. Yeah. So, I'm super pumped to see more of that, basically. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be really cool. Um, and what was the release date on this again? March twentieth, twenty twenty. Three twenty twenty twenty. I'm. That's a lot of twenties. Very ready. It's a couple twenties. Couple twenties. Um. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the whole show that we had today. We didn't have too much. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, a little, bit really of a, a, lot going on. a little bit of a slower time. Last week, we, mm-hmm. of course, talked about, we had a much longer show. We probably should split that up. Um, we probably could have. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we talked about all of the, um, you know, the games of the year, the games of the decade, and then, like, some of the new upcoming things. And it's really weird. Like, I was like, maybe we can talk about that. Like, we can each focus on one game. And we still might do this in the future. Let's focus on one game that we're excited for in 2020 and, you know, just kind of dissect it and talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, but for both of us, it's going to be Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. So that's really rough. And we've already beat the shit out of Cyberpunk. Um, so, you know, we, we, we have to pull that back and leave some hype to be, you know, to, to be. Yeah, leave some, leave some hype for the rest of us, basically. Um,. But, uh, so, you know, today we had a little bit shorter of a show, which is fine because uh, we've had twice as long, uh, if not more, 
shows in the past couple of weeks. So um, if there is anything that you guys think that we missed, you know, let us know over on facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Um, we appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. Come chat with us on the daily over there as well. And uh, more so, you can also let us know over on uh, Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live uh, as well, checking out some of the other stuff that we post over there. Um, thank you guys for joining us today on the live stream. If you're listening on podcast services, we appreciate you. Don't forget to leave a review. Uh, we'd like to hear some of yeah. your feedback on what we can do better here. Uh, but until next week for Mammoth Games, Inc., I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.